This is the Big Brand Theory Podcast by Blackwood Creative with your host, Ryan Zerfus. And now, here's Ryan. Hey, hey, guys, and welcome back to the Big Brand Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Zerfus, VP of Customer Success at Blackwood Creative, a digital marketing agency right here in Mishawaka, Indiana. And uh, today I am so excited because I get to have two guests on the show. So we've got a full room in here with uh, Kyle Johnson, the CEO of Blackwood Creative. What's up, guys? And then we have Anna Letton, who's the executive assistant here at Blackwood Creative. Hello. Thanks for having us, Ryan. Oh, yeah, of course. No, it's awesome to have you guys. Um, So today we're going to uh, be capping off this Marketing Versus series with Marketing Versus Communications. Um, So I've got two people that are well-versed in communications in the room with me. And uh, so I'm excited to have this conversation with you guys. But before we jump into it, I'm curious, how do you, when did you guys first meet? Well, we first met at my interview, it's the first thing I remember. And then at the interview, which took place at Panera, because Kyle loves Panera. That's definitely true. <laughs> <laughs> a debate in the office about <laughs> love or hate Panera. But um, we met at Panera, and then we actually found out we go to the same church. And I had no idea. Yeah. I don't know if you I didn't realized know. that. No. So and, yeah. and and what did you this is a, this is a dangerous question what did you think of Kyle the first time you met him ooh, ooh I want to know the answer to this yeah um hmm that's interesting I your job depends we were on just this. talking about it <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about it yesterday I like interviews and I was going through a time where I was doing lots of interviews mm-hmm. um just fresh out of college and so just like you're trying to find a job um I don't know if I necessarily had a direct first impression I probably if anything, my first impression was probably that he was laid back. Mm-hmm. So we just like sat there in a booth and talked for an hour and it was fine. And I was hired and I was like, well, that was smooth. And I was excited to work there because he represented the company well and made it sound very exciting. And uh-huh. his promises stand true. So <laughs> it's been good. <laughs> and Kyle, what did you think of Anna the first time that you met her in the interview? Uh, so I... I have to have a process with interviews and it's usually multiple. Um, and that was the first time I've ever hired somebody on the spot and just been like, uh, first, first interview. Yeah, we're good to go. So. Wow. Way to go, Anna. That's, an that's a high honor. <laughs> yes, yeah. <it> is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Anna, I forget, how long have you worked here at Blackwood? Um, just a short eight months, I believe. Okay. So this is not too long ago. So you guys actually nope. haven't known each other that long. Nope. You wouldn't know that. It seems like you guys have known each other forever. I just give him a hard time naturally. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is great to have you guys on the show today. And uh, so we are going to talk about marketing versus communications. Um, and so I think the, the first thing to maybe dive into is what's the distinction that we're even talking about here? Um, and either of you can sort of jump on these questions. But yeah, how, how, do, how are we uh, defining the difference between these two things that we're talking about, marketing and communication? Well, I think we've talked about this in, in I mean, this is episode five of five on mm-hmm. marketing versus. And so if you've listened to any of the other episodes, we've already defined marketing as the, you know, the objective of driving interest into whatever product or service we have, right? Yeah. So. Communications, I think, um, is probably 
the one that like really fits the most hand in hand, I think with it, because in reality, marketing is communications. Um, and yet there's, it's only part of it. Mm -hmm. And so the, the, the very simple idea of communications is just, is just that communicating whatever piece of information, um, or like some sort of like sales tactic or something like that. But mm -hmm. all of it is communications, whether it's audio like this podcast or visual through a video or a photo or something like that, written word, whatever it is. So, um, I'd say, I mean, and it's, it's a very, very simple concept, but the two play very well hand in hand. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to that, I'd say, I think they're separate things. Like we're talking about marketing versus communication, but also they are so intertwined all the time. I think about when I, so I work for a university, I work for Bethel university also. And when I communicate something with students, that's not necessarily marketing. Like I'm definitely doing communication. However, branding and marketing is involved. So what Johnny was saying, you know, part big part of your marketing is having on point branding. And so one of my first steps in the job was getting a good logo. Actually, Johnny designed it for me. Um, and that's helpful because when you do send that email or make that post, you want it to, you know, go along with your branding. And even if you are working more with communication, you send, you're sending out an email, you still want to use the tone of voice that you're using mm -hmm. uh, when you go out into the community and when you are doing marketing to the outside world. Even yeah. when you're marketing within your company, when you're communicating, you're still using that marketing and that branding. So it's just really intertwined in my experience. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, we talk about consistent in episode one, I believe it was Johnny, you were talking about with branding mm -hmm. and we hit on that consistent consistency element a whole lot. And I think what you're saying is just as true. Like even when you're sending communications that aren't necessarily marketing to your outside audience, maybe you're sending it to your current existing customer base, or maybe you're sending it interdepartmentally to your current company. Um, you still want the the branding and the tone and all that to be consistent with just who your company is Absolutely. at all times, you know, instead of just like a white blank, you know, a white sheet of paper with text on it. Like if you have logo or, you know, logos or colors or specific fonts you use, like I think it's just as important to use that in that situation as it is when you're communicating, communicating outside the company. Yeah. And I'd say even the branding and the, the way you, the colors you use, that's important, but even the wording is important. I just think of when we sent out an invoice for Zip, uh, the printing company that's right next to us. So we will send them an invoice, and at the bottom of the invoice, I think Kyle usually changes the sentence, but I think currently it's saying something along the lines of, wow, we're so thankful that you print with us. Mm -hmm. And that's consistency with our marketing because that's not a very formal sentence, uh, but it's excitement and it's you know fun and current, and that's kind of who we are as as brands as blackwood and zip and so mm -hmm. it's fun to even display that to the customers that we already have because they're already printing with us but to continue that marketing even on an invoice um it's been fun to see how that how that can intertwine mm -hmm. yeah because i see that in even in like um with larger companies like so um let's let's take one of my favorites for example if you look at apple right so a lot of their marketing is very simple 
It's um, there's sometimes plays on a little play on words. There's different things like that. That's a little a little bit fun, but not like goofy. And and um, I've seen that translated across in the way that when you walk into the store, it's the way that the people that are helping you are talking to you. It's the same type of communication Mm -hmm. and it's the same type of thing that even the little things like sometimes the error message or uh, something or some sort of notification or something that pops up on the computer, it can be the same type of communication. And I think there's value in that, in it being even less than like the title of this podcast being marketing versus communications, it's marketing and communications in that like by communicating consistently in the same way, we have created branding, we have created marketing. And Mm -hmm. now I know if I get an email, which we I've gotten recently a a spam email that's trying to, you know, get me to give them our password or whatever. (laughs) And I, I read it real quick. It's got the logo on it. It's got, you know, it looks similar and just reading it, looking at it and like, well, they wouldn't say it that way or like that, that doesn't seem right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you double check and then bam. So it's like just that consistency in in the way they're communicating their tone of voice or whatever. Right. All of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, that's, you know, it's part of the branding. Yeah. It's interesting because it's almost, you talk about that in that scenario, you're talking about the company almost like it's a person, like the whole company is one person. And it's like when you have a good friend and you've built a relationship with them, you get to know generally how they are, what they care about, how they hold themselves, how they communicate. And so then when, let's say, someone tries to impersonate them, you knowing them pretty well would probably be able to pick up on those clues pretty quickly. Like, "Eh, they don't normally say it like that. Or, you know, so that's a really interesting to think about of like thinking like the whole company is really one big person (laughs) hopefully that's the goal like you do your your marketing and you're communicating so well that to the outsider or the insider it's like they can quickly identify oh i know that person (laughs) right and that's and that's i think that's like you said that's the goal right of of branding and marketing and stuff like that so that we really create some sort of message and sort of feeling about the company that it almost feels like we're friends with this company or Mm -hmm. you know even though i I know like two people, you know, that work at Apple. I still feel like Apple and I are buddies, you know, <laughs> like or whatever. That, but that's the that's what they want, and that's what that's what drives kind of that that uh, that brand like loyalty and so forth. But mm-hmm. you know, again, they've got to they've got to stay consistent in their communication, both in timing and style and all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah, so I think it's extremely important. So one thing that I've been thinking about is like there is a distinction between your marketing and your communication, especially when you're talking about like your existing customer base where I think companies need to be mindful and careful not to always be marketing themselves. So let's say you have important information or communications that need to go out to your customer base. Um, What would be some examples of times where it's like, you shouldn't really be putting the the marketing foot forward in those communications. Rather, you should just be communicating the information. Does that, mm-hmm. you, you know where I'm going with that? So yeah. like, because I think that's where you start to see the distinction of like marketing is not always used all the way through all of your communication. Right. Yeah, I think uh, even in recent events, I mean, as we are 
um, kind of exiting like COVID lockdown, um, some of the um, stuff that we've seen in the community with you know racial issues and so forth, mm-hmm. you you see businesses and organizations responding to that. And if there's even a hint of like trying to capitalize on these issues to market your company, people will not take that well. And so I think that's where a company can come in. And even though they want to not sell, right, we're pulling out this selling idea and we're just communicating. I think there's still that like we communicate in our way. Um, But it's an extremely important time to really distinguish the two. And I think if you're not careful, especially if you combine those two things, like a lot of, uh, you know, a university, for example, will have a Marcom, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. section. And so they're handling both marketing and internal communications and so forth. And if they're not switching that off in their brain, it can go very badly in a situation like this. But um, I've seen... I've seen it go both ways recently Mm -hmm. and um yeah you know and the company finds out pretty quick if they did it wrong right the cut well yeah it's interesting because usually the customer base will react pretty if it's a large enough base will react pretty quickly yeah to how they feel about that right yeah i definitely go along with what you're saying kyle in that i don't think it's fully separate ever i think there's always if you are you know the person that you're talking about like as if you look at a brand as a person like the company is representing itself um, as one. Like you're always kind of trying to keep that tone of voice. I've definitely learned working for different companies, everyone has their different style. And yes, it's important to respond just as a as a person, as an individual who cares. I think of COVID-related things when we just had to communicate, hey, we're here and we care and we're you know figuring out the best way, even though nothing is certain or definite we're yeah. gonna keep con- communicating with you but still that needs to go through the right channels and be communicated the right way i think just working at blackwood and working at bethel they have very different uh, very different tone of voice and so the way that blackwood is communicate something or an opinion or a statement or information on something is going to be different than the way an institution would comment on something just for the nature of their business like they're different businesses and so they're they brand differently they market differently and even though marketing and selling isn't the most important thing in that moment marketing still seeps through into that communication mm-hmm. yeah yeah and the way like you're saying in the ways that you want to maintain that consistency especially with branding um and seeing branding as sort of a part of your marketing plan uh that you want your branding to maintain consistency even in those informational communications and stuff. One thing that I was thinking about is like, even when you get down to like the really minute communications of like departmental documents and process stuff that's really only used internally, do you guys think that there's significance to like keeping your marketing branding on point with simple documents like that or does it not matter as much? I, I think it matters all the time. And um, it's kind of like what you put in comes back out, right? Mm-hmm. And so even as like your passing communications, whether it's emails or physical documents or uh, whatever it is, um, 
I think it's extremely important to still stay on point on like on brand and and say like consider this like a point of marketing to your employees basically um, and because if it's sloppy if there are words used that you would say well don't say that to the customer you know or something like that um, that's poor communications it's also poor marketing and it's frankly poor leadership so mm. um, I think that as I think about say, hey, we're gonna change this policy, and we think that our customers are not gonna maybe super much like love this a lot. So um, we may say like, let's talk about it in a way though when we're communicating internally, the same way as if we had a customer sitting here in the room. Mm. Um, it doesn't mean you have to like not share all the details or whatever, and sometimes you have to like flesh some stuff out, but like in reality, you still need to communicate in the same way that you would externally because whatever you're saying internally is going to come out externally mm. either yeah. in your attitude or in actual words and we've heard stories even today of of um of people where you know something is said and it's taken wrong or whatever and that's like okay this is important that like even in your mind you don't think that type of thing mm. or you don't say that type of thing um yeah, and that communication is, is is still very important, and it's it is an element of marketing and that professionalism and um, the way that things look. I I come across emails um, from you know from people that we work with, and um, their you know email signature is not on brand at all, and so you're like, what's going on here? Are they <laughs> like, what happened? And it speaks. Uh, it speaks to professionalism. It speaks to the brand itself and so forth. So I still yeah. think that even internally, it's important that we stay like polished and, and as we've been saying multiple times, just kind of, I don't know how else to say it, but on point. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that differs again for company. When I just remember we're having new headshots taken on Tuesday for Blackwood. Yeah. And the way I put that out is just on our Slack channel. It's like, y'all, we're having pictures taken. Wear nice clothes. Uh, what was <laughs> it? Like, wear your favorite shirt. And that's yeah. it. Everybody knows Tuesday. It's on the calendar. And then if you were to be working for a larger corporation and headshots are taken, I doubt it would, you know, be a, y'all, wear <laughs> yeah. your favorite shirt it Tuesday. Look like <laughs> you know, so it'll be a professional memo or something that would go into the company. Uh, and so... Yeah, I, it's been fascinating working here and learning more about marketing and learning, wow, everything has kind of, like marketing is in everything and even inner communications, in your day-to-day -day communications. I think about just personal communications and how you communicate as an individual, mm -hmm. you know, with what you, with what you wear or your body language or your tone of voice. Those things are communication and then in a way, like it's in, intertwined with marketing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, that just diverse company to company where how you communicate, um, what tone of voice you use, what's important. And then what Kyle is saying, that's going to seep through to the outside. If you are a negative company and you talk negatively about your customers, then you're going to talk to your customers and not have the best attitude. But mm -hmm. if you are excited and driven and positive as a company and you value that and you emphasize that in team meetings, uh, Kyle always has a little tagline on the board on our whiteboard and we will see it you know throughout the week and we'll talk about it and it's like hey we want to grow and we want to be positive and we want to talk positively about our clients because they are what drives the business and 
doing that internally then makes us more positive when we talk to the customer and more excited and more hungry for growth. Um, I think it just creates a good work culture and that creates us to be better people for our clients. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I love that. And I mean, it's a heart, it's a heart check, right? Like you guys are, you're, you're delving a little bit into like the communication within a team. And, and I think a lot of that, like Kyle said, stems from the leadership. Like the leadership is definitely going to set the tone for, Mm -hmm. for a team of like, here's how we're going to operate. Here's what's important to us. Here's, um, yeah, here's how we're going to talk about our clients, you know? Um, and so uh, I think those things are very important, just the way that you guys have said. So I, I would say, like, if I could say it, like, to just reiterate again, like, how important it is that, like, what you're thinking internally and com- how you're communicating internally as a team or, um, you know, or whatever, it's, it's going to come out, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's negative, then it's going to come out negative either it's literally going to come out. You're going to say the wrong thing and be like, oops, <laughs> I actually said what I was thinking. Or it's going to come across an attitude mm-hmm. and so forth, and you probably won't even know it. But that in that customer or teammate or vendor or something is going to be like, I don't know, but it's just not like even to your point of like body language and so forth, like speaking to like say, Oh, this this is how they do things. Okay, well, I don't know if I want to work with them. Mm. So, um, I yeah. think I think it's just so important that you just pay attention to every piece of communication—physical, verbal, whatever—and um, and understand that when you're doing when you're communicating, you are in fact marketing your company. Hmm. It's it's always that way. Um, I read a book called "All Employees Are Marketers." And that's the same concept mm. there that like every time you have an interaction with a customer, with a vendor, with the public, whatever it is, you're communicating with them. And by communicating, you are marketing your business, mm. whether you mean to or not. Yeah. And so they're going to look positive at it or say, negative, positive or negative. Yeah. Like, like we said, if you, if you, you know, if you do things wrong, people will notice. But I think on the other end, you, if you communicate properly or, or whatever it is, uh, you know, through through some of the things that we've had in our community, or whatever it is, then you will, in in a sense, market your company for, through that in a positive way. If yeah. you come out and you say, "Hey, this is how we feel," and you say it well, and you know, and people resonate with it, you are in fact marketing your company, mm. even though you're not meaning to. Yeah. So I think it's extremely important. Yeah, and I think all that connects back to what we were talking about with like your company basically being a person. So like when you think about a person, if uh, if they spend too much time having negative thoughts in their head, you know, having bad self-talk or just having a bad attitude individually, and then you think about interacting with those per- that person, oftentimes that comes out. Yeah. So it's the same thing with a team of people that sort of represent a person as a company. It's the same thing's going to happen. Like if that team has bad self-talk, uh, you know, negative stuff internally, like like you guys are saying, like that's going to come right out. So uh, I think that's great stuff for even me to think about, like just uh, as an individual, but also just being on a team, like what kind of culture are we cultivating? How are we communicating? And then how is that going to translate into our clients and the, and the you know, or the, the public and how we interact with the public? Yeah. Um, so to sort of wind away from that, uh, one, one question I wanted to ask about was 
um, because I think it's relevant to sort of what's going on in the world right now is uh, when you think about putting out just sort of just general communications, whether it's to the public, whether it's to your customer base, partners, whatever it is, about tough things that are happening in the world or things that you need to address, whether it's um, whether it's uh, in the public or whether it's just something from the com- company that needs to go out. Um, h- how do you decide when to move on those things? How do you decide how to co- when to communicate, how to communicate sort of those tough things that you need to get out? I would, I would say that most of the time it's early and often. I think that if you're building a culture of trust in your company, um, having clarity and openness and honesty on everything is extremely important. Mm -hmm. Um, And so again, that speaks to, uh, you're almost marketing to your employees in that way. Uh, I I think each and every day an employee is, whether consciously or not, coming to work and in their head thing, saying to themselves, like, are we, am I going to continue working here? Right. And a lot of days it's, yep, for sure. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, sometimes, sometimes it's not that, <laughs> but the way we communicate, especially in difficult times, I think is a form of marketing to our employees. And especially in an up economy, employees are hard to come by, um, especially really good ones. Um, so I think that you're, I think you should be calculated. I think you should be cautious, especially in negative times. But um, I think you should communicate clearly and you should communicate often. So, yeah. I would say, especially within the company, I think it starts, as we've been saying, in your team, um, showing your team that you care and that you're here to listen. I think that starts with leadership, showing how that can be done, but also it's just coworkers, you know, um, amongst themselves. I think checking in with people um, as things are going on, making sure that they know that you're there for them and um, communicating on a team level, I think as Kyle was saying, just often and um, like you gotta do that quickly. You gotta make sure that your people know that they're like, they're safe with you as a company, you know, that Mm -hmm. you you care for them on an individual level. And then to the outside, I think it just really depends per situation because Yes, it's important to communicate, and some people say there you can't over communicate or something. You know, like often communicating is important. However, I do think that, especially if you're not well versed in something, or you know, maybe it's okay if you do some research before you mm-hmm. let the world know how you're feeling about <laughs> yeah. this. Because yes. um, again, that communication, even though the issue is so important that you want to say something that is also going to be marketing. And if that communication's bad, then that's going to be bad marketing. Even though we would like to separate those two things and say, well, we got to, you know, we got to say something. I want to speak up about how I'm feeling. And yes, I sometimes want to pull those things as two separate things, but you're going to still market. And as we're saying, as individuals working for a company, if you throw something out there and it's you know, that could look bad or good on your company. And so mm-hmm. you got to be co- be conscious of that, I think. Yeah. And so, yes, communicating often and quickly is important, but it also, you have to, you know, think about that and think about what you're saying as in regular life, but right. especially on 
um, difficult situations. Yeah, and I think your audience can sense that too. If if you send out a communication that's not well thought out and is quick, they can sense like that wasn't very calculated. It doesn't seem like they really put a lot of time into thinking about that. Mm -hmm. And if it's a very important sort of like hot button issue or something that's going on, that then might go in a very negative direction pretty quickly. But I think people can sense when you take the time to sort of really think things through, make sure it really aligns with your values as a company and what you want to communicate and the communication and the format and the channel you use are, are very are very well thought out. I think your audience will see those things and, and respect that, hey, they took their time to really communicate this in a very thoughtful way. Um, yeah, I think that... One of the things that if, if you know anything about communications, right, it's a, it's a lot about like who you're talking to. So knowing your audience is extremely important. And as I think about even in recent events, like our audience, I think for, for, for our companies um, is pretty diverse, right? So um, there's certain things that like uh, as we thought about, you know, stuff like um, let's say these racial issues that are happening um, our, our stance on COVID and like how, like how locked down we need to be versus should we just get back to normal, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Some of those are, like you said, hot button issues. And so for us in such a diverse audience, it made more sense for us to stay less, to be a little more quiet. Right. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes that's the best solution for communication is to say nothing or very little. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think that, for us, we've seen that what we did was probably unnoticed and intentionally we were ex- glad about that. Yeah. Like I, I think there's issues out there and I think, um, you know, there are a lot of things that we can, uh, uh definitely agree on. Um, but for us as a company, um, we are not a political company. We're not, you know, we're not out there to make, community change and these different issues. Um, so it makes more sense for us to, I think, be quiet and communicate in that way and allow maybe the experts to, to be found and, um, and say the things that need to be said. So, um, mm-hmm. I think there's, I think there's points in time where saying nothing is the proper communication. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like what Anna was saying, like earlier, it all depends on your company, how you normally communicate, the kind of stances you normally take, and the and your audience. Like you're saying, like it's just it's going to depend. But I think in most situations with communication, it's it is good to to put out communications early and often. But it's also always smart to think before you talk, right? Yes. So to at least put in the initial thought of of you know, is this good for my audience? Is this what they need to hear? Let me think, you know, let me step back for at least 10 minutes and think about this before I put it out to the world. Like, I just think those things will put you in a much, much better position than if you just react, put something out there. Um, that's why, you know, I don't want to get into anything too specific, but when certain people in, you know, CEO positions or leadership of a company or whatever leadership have too quick of access to their audience and they are putting stuff out really quickly, I I have seen articles even recently of certain CEOs that have had incredible backlash because they communicated too emotionally too quickly and it was not well received. 
So just a word of encouragement. If you have that kind of power, if you're in that position, just step back for a few minutes and really think about what you're going to put out there. Um, and is, is it important to say that at that time? So, and if you own a business where you have a marketing department, mm-hmm. you know, let's run it by them. Let's see that what you're putting out as an individual is lining up with what you're putting out as a company and that you are a sensitive voice in the community and that you're not, you know, acting too quickly, um, mm-hmm. but that you're going through the channels that you should be going through as a representation of the company. Yeah, and to take the advice of those around you, right? Absolutely. I think it's extremely important to allow people to speak and say, hey, and I love that. Like even in our process recently, we've been looking at hiring, hiring some people across the companies and and I've been doing some interviews and then more recently on kind of second rounds and so forth, like having you know, Anna and then other people involved in these interviews and um, just having that second opinion is all of a sudden like more enlightening. And mm-hmm. I think as you're heading into, especially a, an extremely important communication piece, whether, you know, hey, we're doing this, um, we're filing for bankruptcy, we're buying this company, whatever it is, like a big piece, there's, it's pretty important that you calculate what you're going to talk about and then you get second, you know, a second set of eyes on it to mm-hmm. see, does this make sense? And I mean, I don't know how many times that's happened. Either I'm the second set of eyes or or somebody else is looking at what I'm saying and they're like, well, that doesn't really make sense. Or mm-hmm. the way you worded that feels, you know, doesn't feel good, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And that is just, there's so, so much power in having that second person come in and say, eh, you might want to change that or let's word it this way. Or, and especially like, so we work um, with brands within um, all sorts of industries, but as I think about uh, kind of the trucking industry, right? Mm-hmm. We have a few customers in that industry and um, the they spend a lot of time communicating with their drivers, Yeah. right? And so again, a lot of times where it's, uh, you have to have a mindset of marketing because you're trying to kind of market to them to keep them engaged and keep them on board and so forth. But um, there are a lot of times when the company is making a rule or, um, or passing along a law or something that's been passed or something. It's negative news, right? It's negative communications. And so I think that it's, it's, there's a lot of opportunity there for stuff to just come out and it's very dry and just here's the facts. And then we allow, then we're allowing that driver or whoever's receiving it to kind of interpret that how they want. And a lot of times it goes negative, right? Mm. It's, it's easier for us as, humans generally to to look at a change that requires us to do something different as a negative change yeah (laughs) Uh, but that's where i think there's a lot of value in coming at it with a marketing mindset to say how can we say this in a way without you know we're not going to lie or you know sugarcoat it too much or anything like that but like how do we say this communicate this in a way that like yeah this is a change but it's also an opportunity for whatever you to raise the bar for yourself or whatever it is. But, um, I think again with that one, that's where I've seen it a lot is heading into the communicating that big Mm. change. And, uh, it's like, Hey, this email is going to go out to, you know, 5,000 people. Uh, it's important that they read it. How do we make sure a, that they read it, B that they understand all the facts and C that they read it with a, positive spin or positive idea about it. So, um, 
I think that's that's again where you're you're seeing that communications and adding in the marketing element of it in your mind and and being intentional about it because whether you like it or not in that communication you are marketing your company yeah yeah and i know we've all either sent those communications or received those communications that have that the communication core in a in and of itself is negative like you were saying like it's just it's it's negative news to the people that are going to receive it but there are still lots of ways that you can go about it to take the edge off of the yeah. communication. Yeah, that's it. Um, you know, so, yeah, I like that a lot. Um, all right, Kyle and Anna, so as we sort of bring this thing to a close, put a nice bow on it, um, what's one thing that you guys think for those that are listening right now uh, to consider in their marketing communications to just sort of take it to the next level? Like, what can they do in communication specifically to really up their game? I would just say it's important to stay, take a step back and look at all your communications like across the board. Mm-hmm. Is the way that you're communicating with your team lining up with the way that you want to communicate with your customers? You know, Would you be okay with your customers seeing the emails that you're sending to your team? Um, yeah, just look at it across the board and see if it's all if it all makes sense that it lines up. Yeah, and that uh, like, can you do anything better? Like, are there small steps that you can take? Are there more fun things? Are there? Could you include your logo in things? How are you? How are you marketing within your communications? Yeah, something that I think people could, uh, yeah, think yeah. about. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, just being able to even just take small steps back every every once in a while. Just take a a, a check. And think about what are all the ways I'm communicating right now, and all are all of those things aligning? And is it and and as they align, is it the way I want them to be, or Absolutely. is there something better that could be done? I think yeah. that's a great thing to do because if we don't stop and check, then it'll become its own thing that maybe we didn't intend for it to be. Um, so yeah, good to just stop and think about it. Thanks, Anna. Yes, Kyle, what do you think? I- I'm 100% on board with that, and I and I I think I'll just add to it almost of like, as we said before, getting somebody else involved, um, or even a small team of something of of people mm-hmm. who are in in intentionally being diverse with that team, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, having uh, not having a room full of males communicating, be like why don't we grab a female and see how this feels to her, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, or somebody of a different race or ethnicity or whatever to be able to like get a feel for like, how does this come across? Because there are many times when, uh, you know, uh, if I ask my wife, right, I'll say something and she'll be like, what, what, why did you say it that way? Of course she took it wrong. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know. Like I just like was commuted. Like I'm just saying it. And she's like, Oh no, no, you should have whatever. So I think there's a lot of value in having a diverse group of people who are kind of evaluating at kind of that point of like mm-hmm. taking a step back, but also like an even more of a practical level is like get somebody who's great with writing, like hire a writer, even a freelancer, or if you're a big enough company, like bring somebody on board or, you know, outsource to an agency or something like that. But like having somebody who's a, who's a good writer that can just say, okay, I can take your concept and I I can write it in a way that's concise, but communicates well. Mm. Um, And I think I see a lot of, especially if it's like the CEO or president of the company or whatever it is, who's like, I've got to communicate this and I've got to cover all my bases and I got to do all this. And then next thing you know, there's a three page, 
you know, memo <laughs> and nobody's even reading it, you know, or a 20 minute long video. And you're like, I didn't even watch this. Like you could have done it in three minutes if you hired in a writer or you had mm. some other people that are professional at this and really good at it to come in and just allow them mm. to do their job. Like just, and I know like, uh, I'm sitting here as the CEO of a couple companies. Like I know sometimes I just want to be like, I just, just let me do it. I'll, I'll do it. Cause I know what I want to say, but to have somebody else come in and say, Hey, like you, you really should like, you should do this in a different way <laughs> or you should start with, you know, some, something like this or whatever. So yeah. I think there's just so much value in having people around you and allowing them to speak into what you're mm -hmm. going to say. Yeah. I, I definitely concur with that. I love, we have a couple of writers on staff here at Blackwood and I love that they're on our team. Even just the other day, uh, I was uh, slacking with someone, communicating with someone and uh, we were trying to decide how we wanted to land on a communication that we're actually a video that we're making. And uh, one of our writers was on the channel and she just, we weren't asking for help not because we didn't want, but she chimed in and was like, Hey, would you guys mind if I, if I took like 10 minutes and tweaked this, you know, went over yes. and tweaked it. And we were like, yes, yes that please. would be awesome. <laughs> please. We know you're way better at this than we are. So yes, take the time. And we know it will be just that much better because we had, like you said, someone with that mindset, with that skill set, and who's just good at writing to take yeah. the time to, to make it just perfect. So, um, yeah, well, Kyle and Anna, it's been awesome having you guys on the show to talk about marketing versus communication. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so, uh, it was a great conversation and, and a great way to sort of end out this, this marketing versus series that we've started this podcast with. And, uh, and so I'm excited to see where this goes from here. Um, we will continue to dive into all things, marketing, branding, sales, leadership. Um, and, and so it's going to be a really fun journey. So I hope uh, you all continue to join us and, and just enjoy the content that we're putting out there. Uh, you're always welcome to subscribe and follow us um, and uh, just come along with us. So thanks for listening in today and, and enjoying this conversation with Kyle and Anna and uh, you all stay toasty. Mm -hmm.